0: Welcome to the Painting of the Week podcast, where we look at some of the most significant paintings throughout history. Introducing your hosts, Phil Grabsky and Laura Bentham. Hello, welcome to Painting of the Week. And um, we've got a really interesting painting today, which has actually been recommended by one of our listeners. So thank you, Sue. Uh, who is a docent, uh, kind of volunteer, stroke, knowledgeable person that shows people around, helps people um, make the most of, in this case, the Cincinnati Art Museum. Um, not I've not been there. I'd love to go there one day. But thank you, Sue. She's recommended or asked if we would talk about a painting that is actually in the Cincinnati Art Museum. And um, naturally, we... For those of you who can or live nearby or are passing through, do go and see the real thing. It's called Christmas Morning um, Breakfast, I think, um, by Horace Pippin. And I have to say to Sue, thank you very much for it for bringing to my attention Horace Pippin, who I'm afraid I didn't know before, uh, even though um, he's considered to be one of the most important um Black artists of the 20th century. Um, so definite gap in my knowledge, which um, I've enjoyed. I think I speak for Laura as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've enjoyed um, finding out about. And I mean, he does have um, artworks in museums that I've been to. So Metropolitan, uh, Barnes, Philadelphia Museum of Art, um so it goes to show um, there's an awful lot that we all have to learn and it's easy to miss things. Um, Laura. Yes. What I, do you think of this painting?
1: Well, I firstly want, definitely want to thank Sue. Because I, you know sometimes with my rose-coloured glasses on, can't believe that somebody in Cincinnati has asked us <laughs> to talk about a painting in their museum, Mm. you know, I just was kind of... Sometimes I'm a bit of a beam-me-up Scotty moment. I can't believe this is actually happening. I walked (laughs) into your office today and I'm sitting here looking at a painting. It's been such a lovely week, talking about Horace to other people, asking them about this painting, because I, I really, really love this painting. And it's brought back, and I suspect that's what happens when most people look at this painting childhood memories of how their Christmases must have been.
0: OK, let me stop you there. Mm. Do you think... Oh, sorry, I should say to everybody that uh, if you want to see the painting that we're talking about, you've got a couple of options. Go to 7th-art.com and pull the picture up. Just go into the podcast section and pull the picture up. Or um, <clears throat> some of you may already be doing this, of course, um, on the YouTube channel where you can hear us talk while seeing the picture at the same time. Um, so my question is on that, Laura, is oh. <laughs> do you think that's his intention to make us remember our own Christmases or is that just a kind of incidental effect of this particular painting for of you? an
1: incidental effect. Okay. Do you think so? I think so. He just painted his own memories And somehow, he's really... I mean, I'm living in Brighton. My uh, nanny and granddad lived in Molescoon, We came from Moleskine.
0: Which is just nearby?
1: Nearby. Possibly not the most, people would say, affluent part of Brighton, but it's got a real community spirit. It's a really lovely place, and my dad was brought up there. But... This painting literally made me think of my Christmases with my nanny and granddad in Moleskoun. Yeah, But
0: why? I mean, just, just the
1: simplicity of the room.
0: Oh, uh, okay. And I was going to say, I mean, just, just because there's a Christmas tree there. Yeah, no, yeah. it's
1: the, it's very much the simplicity of the room, but equally, and I think we need to come on to you later because Horace was a self-taught artist mm. due to the fact that he went to the, went to
0: war, well, and was injured. Okay, so t- t- let's. What, let's what, what do you know about Horace then? Who, um, who is Horace Pippin? Because <laughs> he's an extraordinary. Yeah, life story, isn't it? Really, so.
1: but the re- I mean the reason he always drew all his life, but was never wealthy enough to get paints and things like that. And I believe when he was a child, he won a little, comp- he got a, um, won a little competition and got his first art set. Mm. And I mean, can you imagine that as a child getting that when you want to draw but you can't afford to get paints and things like that? It must be so lovely to to get some little pencils and things. He would have been so pleased with those. I
0: absolutely loved as a kid. So, my sister was married to a fabulous German guy and they lived in Berlin. Mm. And we would go there at Christmas, so like 1971, two, three, four. So I was only, you know, eight, nine, ten. And the absolute thrill was at the end of their street was a stationery shop. Oh, okay. I can still smell it now as Mm. I'm telling you the story. And you'd walk in and it was... And my my sister would say, look, you can get yourself some coloured pens or a stickers book. (gasps) The stickers books were great because you'd have, like, a scene, (laughs) like, you know, a medieval castle and you'd have all the stickers and you could just put the stickers wherever you wanted of the knights and the bambles and distress or whatever. Um but it was such a thrill like, I mean, I can remember one Christmas getting a set of coloured felt tip pens. Yeah which I kept for years. I probably no, I think I don't think I've got them anymore, but so so Horace wins himself. So where's he so we know he's born or we've read, didn't we, that he was born in uh, New York. Or Westchester. Yes. Actually. Um actually Westchester's in Pennsylvania, mm. isn't it? Yeah, So actually not New York, Pennsylvania. Uh, and he's he born in Westchester and dies in Westchester. Mm. But he's born in 88. So in 1914, so he's already 26. Yeah. He, saw, he joins he, to fight, signs up to fight in the First World War. And he joins what um, I had heard of, the um, Harlem, not Hellcats, Hellfighters. All right so this is an a, a black company that you know you can imagine the kind of racism that was rife in the United States yeah. and in the army, um, but he basically went across to France. I think if I remember correctly, um, the company was actually passed over to, under the con- command of the French, which I guess suggests that they weren't g- getting on with their own American. Anyway, was oh, a bit worried. <laughs> but he he had. I yeah. mean, it's, he talks about the absolute hell of fighting in the First World War, um, and we read, didn't we, that he was shot in the right oh, shoulder, sure,
1: yeah,
0: by a German sniper, mm. and essentially lost control of his arm. Um, but it's after the war that he really starts to paint, isn't it? And he's having he to. Didn't you say having to hold his right arm with his left hand, with his left hand, and to to to, to guide find. it, yeah.
1: But he couldn't work. He just couldn't. He couldn't find any work to do. So he was forced into into his artwork, which is not a problem. Uh, okay. But it's just so lovely that he then actually. I mean, it was a struggle. He didn't just sell paintings immediately, mm. but eventually, he did get recognised. He did get some. You know paintings sold and has people in the museum and everything in his
0: lifetime, yeah, just okay.
1: before he died, not long before he died, so you know, so this
0: painting is nineteen forty three so we're mm. now in, now in the second world war, so he would be too old to to fight but I mean also he's got an injured right arm, so um see what I noticed what strikes me about this picture is this is Christmas morning and it's a mother and child, mm. So there's a, there's the absence of the father, mm. and
1: yeah, actually I hadn't noticed that. See, I'd forgot I hadn't seen that.
0: But I wonder whether that that's, and I don't know, the mother in black is that significant? I don't know. Maybe. But the and the kitty looks like he's you know he's ter- terribly well dressed, is not he? Sitting on his stool.
1: Yeah, it's so cute though. His legs. <laughs> <laughs> it's so lovely. <laughs> Look, it's so lovely.
0: But a little bit short in a way.
1: They are, but the the actual scene is so lovely, mm. and it's where then the for me instantly I was struck by the rugs. Yeah. So my granddad, this is where my connection then came in. He lost an eye and half a finger in the war. Did he? But he was a very quiet man, and he sat sort of in a chair, and we. I was always sort of playing with my nanny and we used to have real good fun with her. And he sort of sat there. And then one Christmas, my mum gave him this funny set. It's like a, uh, almost like a tapestry thing that you would make a carpet with. And he, he poked this little hook through with wool and would make carpets. And he made the first one, which was just like a doormat size. And we went on to make, oh, I don't know, about 50 Really? He never stopped. And mm. they were so similar to those little rugs mm. that are there, which I love. Obviously, I'm straight in with the quilts, mm. as you mm. know. Mm. And I did look at another one of his paintings, it's called School Studies 1944, which is almost identical to the room, but there's a little child sitting on a really sweet coloured quilt mm. playing and the colours are just lovely they're just so lovely and it's just the simplicity of the scene i'm sure they had a really hard life
0: so that that but uh, it the, looks happy that other it painting looks... is almost like the other side, yeah, of, the, other side of, the of the room of the, of the other side of the room isn't it because the yeah. of the, of the stove
1: yeah it's just the other angle of the room
0: i mean sure. it isn't of course noticeable that and it's not an accident i mean he he i'm sure he could do perspective if he wanted to but those planks floorboards are vertical. So our brain kind of allows us to to buy into it, if you like. But clearly, actually, if the planks were like that, they would be like a fence. They'd be, you know, <laughs> they'd be slipping down. Um, must have done it for a reason. Yeah. Because actually the other picture, if I remember correctly, the, the um, planks are more accurate and they're going left to right. Going across. I mean, one of those... Th- I don't know whether this is the intention or not, but for me there's almost something musical about, you know, there's a rhythm to these vertical lines and then it also kind of reminds me of a piano keys. I suspect that's actually not his intention at all. I don't know why. I like your
1: fence idea. I don't
0: know, I don't, I don't. I suspect that's where we're starting to read too much into it because you can yeah. start saying, well, it's a fence and it's barriers and it's... Yeah. I don't
1: know. Well, I spoke to someone in my kitchen yesterday about this painting mm. <clears throat> and uh, she said she thought that the lines going straight down was the first thing she noticed about the painting would be to do with the fact that maybe Horace was sort of like slightly traumatised down well, and potentially would have been traumatised if you'd lost the... Virtual use of your mm. right arm, and then had to then make a living out of painting, which was the thing he wanted to do, but suddenly couldn't do. Is it a bit funny? You might be. Wondering. Do you know an artist that have ever sort of? It's actually quite funny that he guided his right arm, but didn't teach himself to use his left.
0: Arm. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know of musicians. You know, the the guitarist for Black Sabbath, for example, who lost a finger and then had to learn to play with his left hand.
1: See, I didn't know that.
0: But it must be, you know, I I would have thought it would be relatively difficult to suddenly swap from right hand to left hand. I mean, all he's he's having to do, I guess he's got very little control of his shoulder, all he's having to do is hold his arm up, it's not...
1: But it's funny how he still used that arm as his drawing arm. Whereas if he'd have... If he'd have wanted to maybe wanted to. It's actually funny that though. Maybe. I'm really right handed, so I can't imagine not being able to use it. No. So I can imagine why he wanted to. But yeah.
0: I mean I, I I'm It's interesting, isn't it, looking at this picture. Like, what is what is he actually attempting to say? It's a relatively spartan space on the one hand, but that's a you know, it's it's, it's a big space. Yeah. And that's a fine tree and it's beautifully decorated. Not a whole load of presents around there, but enough. Yeah. Um then you've got I mean the the curtain is a little ragged maybe. It's like something's just kind of
1: What's that bit sticking out coming out from the left-hand side? Do we know? No. Just a bit of rag. Yeah. No. I know. And the plaster's come I mean maybe it's a bit of
0: plaster a bit, a bit of plaster coming off, so mm. Um, oh, that
1: could be, that could be what that is.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming only one child, because I guess that thing behind him is, is a stock, you know, a Christmas stock, um, stocking, and there's only one of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's, I guess what's coming across to me is this mother's made tremendous effort. Yes. Um, and Is that a plate of pancakes coming yes. in? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> For Christmas morning. And one would perhaps assume that she's self-woven those... Those mats, maybe. I mean, it's funny how one looks for, like, you've been talking about your grandfather, and it's funny. And that's like, in a way, that's how paintings have different impacts on different people because they access different memories. Obviously, my life story is different to yours. So, for me, the first thing that I remembered, this made me recall, was one birthday. I was probably I don't know can't remember but low low teens 11 or 12 <laughs> and my mum said to me my mother said to me what would you like to do for your birthday and I said actually nothing really just have just have my favourite meal no she said okay we won't invite anybody around we'll just <laughs> just tell me what you want <laughs> And so it was just like this. I sat on, sat on the on the dining room table and she brought me my favourite things. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, let me tell you what they were. Oh, okay. Because it was pretty weird. Um, no, Phil, can't I think, I think the main course... <laughs> it's my birthday meal, right? The main course was uh, Yorkshire pudding mm. with gravy.
1: Oh, yeah. No, no, that's lovely.
0: Nothing else, just a Yorkshire pudding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then dessert, there was something some people may remember called Angel Delight. Oh,
1: yeah. I love Angel Delight.
0: And I used to have this quite a lot. There was a caramel flavour and there was another flavour. <laughs> strawberry or something. Mm. Anyway, so I had a, I had some... My pudding was Angel Delight. But I can just remember exactly this. Just, you know, sitting at the table, my mum bringing me... I don't even remember, don't even remember my mum sitting with me. I was just...
1: Yeah, just bought you your favourite food.
0: I mean, normally you'd have, like, you know, 20 friends around from school and you'd have, you know...
1: But you actually... Isn't it funny, though, that you remember that one? Oh, I don't know. I mean, another painting would have brought up another memory. We can't help ourselves. But the Christmas morning, it's going to be relevant to everybody. Whether everybody can find something in Horace's painting that would relate to them, I don't know.
0: Well, I think this has to be... I mean, bearing in mind his experiences in the First World War, bearing mm. in mind this is 1943. Yeah. This is absolutely, I think, got to be the absence of the father. The father is away fighting, the mother's doing her absolute best. Yeah. to look after that child. And despite, you know, the wind maybe coming through the crack in the wall and you know, maybe maybe the floorboards are a bit you know, there's wind coming up through the floorboards and that's why you need all these mats and... Yes. I don't know. Um, but somehow, this woman's working tremendously hard. She's got herself a great tree, decorated it, all the baubles, all the tinsel. She's managed to... I'm assuming that all those presents are just for him. He's terribly excited. And, you know, he's got his best clothes on. The I know,
1: that, I love the best clothes.
0: Well, the other picture as well, which I recommend people have a look at. Oh, definitely. I mean, the little kid... He's got, um, like, braces on, is not he? Braces,
1: I know. It's such... They're such lovely paintings. School Studies is the other one I love. I also... I actually like a load of his paintings. They're so lovely. Are they all like this? A lot of them, no. not No, not so much the scenes in his house. I think he did some more paintings. There's a fabulous self-portrait, which I love. Another one where he's always wearing his suit and tie, seemingly.
0: I bet he was quite... What's the other thing do you think this might be his house then oh, i don't i don't i don't know grandparents then maybe
1: memories i don't know and as I mean, always we have this every time phil i mean
0: that could be more him. questions and answers
1: yeah i i mean is that, that him
0: or is that is that him painting his wife i don't know whether he had a wife and children he did one he child did. or children
1: i don't know about the children i know yeah. he got married but he his wife was uh
0: so that's where, you know, sometimes people say, oh, well, you know, you don't need to know the biography of the artist to appreciate the painting. Well, actually, sometimes it helps. Mm. In fact, I think it always helps. Mm. So, you know, if if we, although, of course, you can put two and two together and make five, but if we knew he had a wife and one child... Mm, then
1: you'd then maybe, be like, oh, this
0: is... Maybe this is his own family.
1: Next time we go to a... Or next time you go to a, a art gallery with one of his paintings... You're definitely going to seek it out. I am. Mm.
0: I will. Mm.
1: Um, yeah. Well, that's. The, that's of course, the, it's
0: also a reminder that um, you know there are so many artists that we maybe overlook or don't. You know, it's very easy to. I mean, you know, obviously we do make films about Rembrandt and Vermeer and Van Gogh and the bigger names, and there is there is a an element of self perpetuating you know these are these are big names therefore you continue to focus on them because they're already big names now to some extent i would argue that they're big names because they are great artists yeah but sometimes that means that other traditions other sections of society are, you know overlooked obviously at the moment there's a a book out about you know history of art without men um so you know, female art, a female author saying, you know, let's focus on women, you know, female art, the art of women over the past mm-hmm. X number of centuries. Um, but in the United States, you know, clearly there's there's a lot more to American art than, you know, white men living on the East Coast.
1: Yeah. I think it was wonderful that he was successful at the. At Shard. Towards the end of his life, yeah,
0: had his own he had uh, yeah um, shows dedicated mm. to him, didn't he?
1: But there's everything that yeah.
0: And he's he's working, you know, as you, you know, made a film about Hopper. He's working at the same time. Yeah, he's a contemporary.
1: I wondered that would Hopper have been aware of him? I would have thought so. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, too many more questions. We,
0: I mean, he's we have um, to revise over Christmas well, now. <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs>
1: 1943?
0: <laughs> yeah. Nighthawks by Hopper is uh, 42. Is it 42 or 43? Anyway, it's the same time. Right. It's interesting. I mean, two artists have completely different. Mm. That's what's so exciting about art, isn't it? Mm. They both have a blank canvas in front of them. Yeah. And they go off in completely different directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because. I mean would Pippin have been aware of Hopper, would Hopper have been aware of Pippin? It's hard, really hard to know unless you see some kind of written evidence.
1: Which you may have found when you were just doing the Hopper film, so probably not then.
0: I mean we do know that Pippin obviously as quite understandably was scarred by those by his first world oh, yeah. war. So there are there is there are there is artwork that he creates that is illustrative of of that period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where this is perhaps there's some connection to, say, Hopper or Andrew Wyeth or is that sense that in in this period in the United States, there was a real sense of American artists looking at what is American. Right. And, you know, looking at buildings and local landscapes and interiors of buildings. And, you know, this is... Presumably the type of interior that Pippin was aware of in Westchester. Plain walls, plain floorboards. <clears throat> um,
1: yeah, little, bucket, little buckets. I I, I a bucket, I don't know.
0: Sorry. I mean, Hopper, they, they didn't have any. They're, the Hoppers, Joe and Edward Hopper, basically had the stove. Yeah. And that's what they cooked on. And, um, you know, no fancy meals for them. It was very basic. And here, too, you can see it's, uh, you know...
1: Yeah. The more you see, the more you look. What is it? The more you look, the more you see. (laughs) I just love those colours so much.
0: Yeah, the colours, very Christmassy, aren't they? Red and green. Yeah.
1: But I don't know. A little green teapot. Everything about it.
0: But that show's great. I mean... That, the rhythm of the colour is really interesting. The rhythm throughout the painting. That's why I was saying that maybe those vertical lines are somehow musical, because everything is all these verticals and the red you know, look at that first mat. Green, white, red, green, yes. white, green, red, white, green. And then you know, it's not an accident that the pot the coffee pot is green it's green. And then, you know, you've got the, the hanging mistletoe red and green you've got the pot on the shelf red Mm. the pancakes are kind of reddish Mm. she's black and white yeah obviously the presents are wrapped in red and green paper the baubles are kind of white and black and red and everything is um it's perfect it's so good and again that whole thing which we've talked about many times of, of the eye traveling around the painting again very clever you start on the left, you work your way across. Then you hit, and it's kind of lines, so it kind of just drag. You move through her and her arm to the pancakes and to him and the shelf and hits the window and you drop down to the bench and cross to the tree. But then there's a circular, a circular mat there, which takes you around the back of the tree and going back the other way. So you don't, your eye doesn't go out of the painting; it goes back, and then it gets, hits that big black upright of the of the um, flue. Yeah, stops you going out the painting on the left and you go back, you go down and back across. So you kind of go round and round. And yeah.
1: So that's why his paintings were loved. They're doing exactly what we all say with your, your eyes. Yeah. And yet somebody else may have painted a painting because they haven't done that. So do you think he knows what he was doing or just because he practised and drew and did it all the time?
0: Well, that's really yeah. Yeah. Hard, hard to know whether it's... Yeah. I mean, I think we should give him... I think the likelihood is that he was a tremendously smart painter that did know what he was doing. I'm sure, like all painters, he studied mm-hmm. other paintings and yeah. painters, and yeah. Um, I mean, I'm certainly left, and again, I, I again, I thank the suggestion from oh, yeah, Sue so in Cincinnati. It's lovely. I'm left wanting to know more about the artist. Definitely. And that's. Um, that's great, isn't it?
1: So it's our research over Christmas.
0: It's our research over Christmas. I mean, it's a we lovely. Definitely put
1: him in the, quiz, the Christmas quiz because <laughs> we'll know the answer, and most people won't. Hope. Yeah. Oh. Well, they so, might if they listen to a
0: podcast. So we basically. had our Christmas, <laughs> our office Christmas lunch the other day, and they were very clever. Um, one of my colleagues made a um, <laughs> had a piece of paper with how many uh, sixteen yeah sixteen I think. Little, you know, close ups of paintings, and we had to identify. I mean, one of my colleagues got all but one, which is amazing because mm-hmm. some of them were really difficult. They were really hard. But I mean, you're, you're left, <laughs> unless you can, unless there's something that's very clear that you think, oh, yeah, that's from such and such a painting, you're actually left with just, when you go in really, really close, you're just left with brush strokes. And you look at something and think, okay, that isn't by Leonardo because he didn't paint like that. <laughs> But sometimes it's really hard to know whether something is by Matisse or Renoir or...
1: <laughs> well, uh, everyone's going to be really pleased to know that I was sitting next to your wife. <laughs> so I was lucky enough that she was answering most of the
0: questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was, was a little just, bit
0: of cheating going on. Right? I
1: was just pouring my Prosecco and enjoying, <laughs> the, enjoying the afternoon. <laughs> when it got to the brushstrokes. strokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's um, again, it's the whole thing of looking, isn't it? Looking carefully. Exactly. I think now in the future, if I saw a close-up of a of a white, black, red, green yes rug,
1: yes, we're going to know this. I
0: go, Horace Pippin.
1: Yep, hundred percent. Well, okay. so it's happy. Christmas I know that people might be
0: <laughs> people might be listening to this in July. Oh yeah, And it's forty-two degrees again. Mm. But for those for those who listen to this. At the at the appropriate time, <laughs> uh, happy Christmas. Hope you mm. all get art books <laughs> and your films. Oh well, of course, obviously, obviously your films. Well done, Laura. Seven <laughs> hyphen art dot com. You got the best set of presents you could possibly hope for. Oh, and the Frid- fridge, mag- fridge magnets. Fridge magnets <laughs> still there. I tell you what. If people haven't get bought their fridge magnets for <laughs> Christmas, I mean, if, if isn't that not a stocking filler? Oh, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's on my dream list. <laughs> oh, Laura, you should have told me. I know.
1: I was lucky enough to get a hopper bag from you know the. I got a hopper tote bag. I'm I loving mean, that.
0: Give give the gift of art <laughs> to your friends, family, relatives, <laughs> colleagues, neighbours, enemies, <laughs> random people. You know, practice what is it? Um, um, an act of random kindness every day. Oh yeah, okay. So it's just a suggestion, but yeah, if, if, if you, dear listener, want to buy, let's say, 30 DVDs and <laughs> hand one out at random to people you pass in the street, you go right ahead. Absolutely. Make a positive contribution <laughs> to the world. Happy Christmas, one and all. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Painting of the Week podcast. For more information, please visit our website at 7th-art.com or contact us by emailing info at 7th-art.com. See you next time.